Good morning, everybody. Very special day today, 13th day of the month of Nisan. As we mentioned, it is the yard site of the Tzemach Tzedek, third in the lineage of Chabad leaders. And the day that the mantle of leadership was handed over from the Tzemach Tzedek to his son, the Rebbe Maharash, who is very, very famous for his motto, the world says, the world says, if you can't go under, you go over. And I say in the first place, just go over. But something about the Tzemach Tzedek and a connection actually to today's Torah portion. In today's Torah portion, we have an event that is classically underscored in all of Hasidic teachings. This is one of the main events in the Torah that is consistently spoken about in Hasidus. The death of the two elder sons of Aaron, Nadav and Avihu. That's in today's Torah reading. And what's interesting about their death is that it's not like, you know, the Torah on its simple understanding describes their death as an event that is a sin that they committed. But the question is, if they they committed a sin, Moshe afterwards says to Aaron, So Moshe tells Aaron, Turns out, I heard at Mount Sinai something like this was going to happen on the day the Mishkan was going to open. And I actually thought it was either going to be me or you, Moshe says to Aaron. I thought it was either going to be me or you. Turns out your two sons are holier than both of us. That's what Moshe says to Aaron. Now, so that, was Moshe saying this just to be nice, to make Aaron feel better about the loss of his two sons, or did he really mean it? The actual fact is, no, he actually meant it. So then if Nadav and Avihu was such holy and righteous men, what was it about Nadav and Avihu that caused them to do this quote-unquote egregious sin for which they suffered the death penalty? So classically, Chassidus talks about, quoting from the famous vision at the beginning of the book of Yechezkel, Ezekiel, where in the beginning of the book of Ezekiel, Ezekiel describes a vision and he sees all kinds of angels. Achsidus talks tremendously about that vision of Yechezkel, what each of the angels represent, etc., etc. But one of those sections of angels are called the Chayot. And Yechezkel says, V'hachayot ratzo vashov. From the simple understanding, what does that mean? The, 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 this level of angels, Chayot, they were dancing. They're running forward and then they're stepping back. And they're running forward and they're stepping back. Ratzo and Shov. What is, this, what is that about? What's the symbolism? What is it about? What are they doing? What's going on here? So Chassidus explains that actually this is an experience that every one of us goes through. Ratzo is that moment of incredible yearning, that overarching attraction, the light that's sucking us in because we're just attracted to it, we gravitate towards it, etc., etc., Shov is the recognition that if you really want to be connected to the light, you have to be back here. Ratzo is the part of your life that is so intensely connected to spirituality on a practical level that you'd like to give up your business. You'd like to stop doing everything you're doing. You'd like to maybe even, even, even though you love your family, but, but fact is, 
and I'm saying the fact in quotes, obviously, I mean it facetiously, the fact is, your family gets in the way of your ability to learn Torah. Whether it's your responsibility for them financially, or whether it's just the time you have to spend with them. Right? Yeah, we have a term in America today, quality time. I have to spend quality time with my spouse. I have to spend quality time with my kids. Oh my gosh, I could be learning another page of Talmud then. I could be learning another Hasidic discourse. I could be growing spiritually during that time period. Right? So the constant yearning for greater spirituality is called Eratzo. But what you should recognize, and, and the same thing in the macro, in our relationship with Hashem. I could say to myself, everything physical in the world just gets in the way of my own spirituality. I would like to have only a spiritual connection to Hashem, which would, by definition, mean that I would have to separate soul from body, because the body is an encumbrance, and by extension, just become what with the light. What is the higher level of consciousness? When you recognize, no, if you really want to be connected to Hashem, then you need to be committed to the purpose for which Hashem created you. All of your purported selflessness in your yearning to separate soul from body so that your soul could soar on high and be connected to Hashem, ultimately, at least on some level, is an actual selfishness. You're looking for spiritual enlightenment. You're looking for a deeper spiritual connection. You're looking for a deeper uh, um, uh, a godly connection. Oh, but what does Hashem want from you? Hashem wants you to find another year to put on tefillin, a cynic, snarky, sarcastic Jew. Hashem wants you to find a year that doesn't have matzah for the seder, make sure he has matzah for the seder. Hashem wants you to take that obnoxious, and he is obnoxious, I'm not denying that, I'm not saying facetiously, that obnoxious cousin or relative, friend or neighbor, who does a part of you says to yourself, the last thing I want is that guy at my Pesach Seder. Wonderful. I want to be able to have a spiritual Seder. Ah, Shem wants, that's, that's where Shem wants you to work. Shem wants you to bring that guy in. That's called Shov, the return. The grounding of recognizing that true spiritual connection to Hashem only comes when you're engaged in the mission that Hashem gave you. Another one of you are in such a lofty state of holiness, they experienced Ratzo without the Shov. And in essence, because they experienced Ratzo at such a high level, they were, so to speak, rewarded. Their souls flew out of their bodies. That's what happened. They had their Ratzo experience in its epitome. That's who another one of you are. How is that connected to Tzemach Tzedek? Tzemach Tzedek was somebody, I went a little long today, Tzemach Tzedek connected, the Rebbe always talks about, had a Tzemach Tzedek, like his grandfather, the Alt Rebbe, connected both the esoteric planes of Torah with the revealed planes of Torah. One of the classic works of the Tzemach Tzedek is a book called Derech Mitzvotecha. Derech Mitzvotecha, the format is that the Tzemach Tzedek chose mitzvahs of the Torah, and he starts off by explaining the halacha. 
And then from the halacha aspect of the mitzvah, he goes into the Kabbalah. And then from the Kabbalah, he goes into Chassidus. On all of these mitzvahs. That's the whole book, Derech Mitzvah On multiple mitzvahs. It's available in English, by the way. One of the volumes of Derech Mitzvah a selected volume of Derech Mitzvah put in an unabashed plug, sponsored by the Namvar family, <laughs> the English translation and publication through Sikhs in English, if you have interested, our own Namvars. Anyway. But uh, you could get there. That was the It was that fusion. What's the purpose of that fusion? That fusion allows for the Ratsai, a spiritual quest, a yearning for something mystical, transcendent, and then but brought down into the black, practical, with practical application. Here we merit to have the schos of the Tzemach Tzedek and all of his work, and we should achieve today. The ultimate Ratzay and Shoiv, go out and find that one more Yid, drag him in. Well, by the way, you don't have to Dafka find somebody who's obnoxious. You can find somebody who'll be a good guest also, <laughs> who might not have a place to be for the Seder, and make sure that every Yid is participating in every Yid the Shmura Matzah, and through that we will merit to see. Oh, okay, I'm sorry. I know I went long. Let me tell you a story that's a Machzedek Pesach. In the, in the period of Tzemach Tzedek, there was the Tsar decided how he was gonna, that he was going to destroy Judaism by literally kidnapping all the Jewish boys at the age of nine and conscripting them to his army for 20 years. So by the time they would get out of the army, they'd mamish pigoyim because they wouldn't have had education, they wouldn't have had a chance to learn, etc. Called the Hoppers, the Cantonists. It was called the Cantonists. But interestingly enough, the Tsar, for some stupid reason, kept these Jews together in their own battalions in his army. One year, a battalion of Cantonists camped right outside Lubavitch. Lubavitch was a small town. Right outside Lubavitch on Erev Pesach. When the Tzemachzedek heard, he was the Rebbe then in Lubavitch. The Tzemach Tzedek heard it, it's a battalion of Cantonists. Tzemach Tzedek said, we have to make sure that every one of these soldiers has Shmura Matzah for the Pesach, for tonight, for the first night of Pesach. It wasn't like today you will go to the supermarket to buy out all this. Or people bake just enough matzah for themselves. People didn't have extra matzah. So the Chassidim fanned out in the city of Lubavitch, and they went door to door, give me one matzah, give me a half a matzah, give me something to put together enough matzah for all the soldiers in this battalion. And they did it successfully. They put together enough matzah and they brought it to the soldiers and they gave the soldiers to eat matzah the first night of Pesach. When they came back to report to the Tzemach Tzedek's success, Tzemach Tzedek was very happy to hear that they had gotten it done. But they told the Tzemach Tzedek, Rebbe, can we ask a question? Tzemach Tzedek said, sure. Rebbe, we saw with our own eyes we saw it our own eyes, Nebuch. They ate the matzah together with chazer. That's what they were being fed. They didn't know any better. They literally were eating the matzah together with chazer. What was the point of making everybody crazy in the whole city? They wound up eating the matzah together with chazer. So Machzerek smiled. And he said, you don't understand? Every piece of matzah they ate left that much less space in their stomach for chazer.
That's, you can be the most mystical on high, but you're thinking in the most practical. That's what our Rabbi Yama. May Hashem bless us, that we achieve the goal. Sorry I went long today. Your comments are welcome. Kosha Frelch and Pesach to everybody. And the Ikka, we should be Zoycha to see the Geula now. Schusa Yogan Aleinu. Kolavidosa Shama Kovli Mechayov. It's a pearl Yeshua's Pekat of Aretz with the Geula Mitzvah Shlemim. May it happen now. Amen. Amen.